0: Hello, welcome into another edition of the Daily Blues podcast. On this Wednesday, January eighth, twenty twenty. Sorry we missed you yesterday. A lot going on around here, so we'll get you caught up today. Blues coming uh, off a nice win over the San Jose Sharks, snapping that three-game losing skid at the friendly confines of the Enterprise Center. Nice game all around for the St. Louis Blues. The crispness in the passing was back. Kind of got the back to that tough style of play against the San Jose Sharks and. I thought last night was a good stepping stone to get back on track uh, into getting more points in the Western Conference. Let's hear how it happened last night from the Enterprise Center.
1: And now Dunn sauces it rink wide for Schwartz at the left wing. Down to Petrangelo to Cairo. He shoots it on. Save made. And Dunn drags it back along the wall. Lose 32% in the last nine games on the power play. Ameren, Missouri power play number one. They get it down low. Schwartz to O'Reilly for Perron. They couldn't tap it in. The puck's coming back around to the near point and out. On the ice at the moment with Bollmeister. Comes back to Bortuzzo to Bollmeister. One-timer looking for the deflection. Loose in front and chopped wide by Sunquist. One minute to go in the period. They deflected off to Shen. They hold the line. Shen to Schwartz in the middle to Cairo. Back to Schwartz. Right on. Dell another save is tenth of the period. Kane coming out to center. Sharks chip it into the blue zone. Poked there by Ferraro to Sorensen. Through LeBanc to Thornton. Onto his forehand, dishes to LeBanke, shoots it on. Bennington makes the save. She Took the puck away from Kane. Now Bozak with Steen. They lead the charge up ice. Bozak in the middle. He scores! Tyler Bozak. On the rush up the ice. 14-21 to go. And the Blues take a 1-0 lead. Second period of play whoa
2: whoa whoa two on two what a play here by alexander steen as tyler bozak moves it to steen on the two on two. Who's cutting through the middle steen makes a terrific play here he accepts it on the backhand one touches it right between the leg and after tyler bozak makes that pass follows it up and i tell you what alexander steen drew two defensemen right to him Opens up an entire lane for Tyler Bozak, who goes right down the main street there and snaps it right over the glove on Aaron Dell. Terrific play right there.
1: Blue sent it ahead. Barbashev, breakaway. He shoots and a save by Dell. Knocked it just wide of the goal. Now they get it in front. They score! Ivan Barbashev! They, reco- they recovered the puck out of the corner. by Barbashev in the middle. And it's 2-0 Blues.
2: Well, I tell you what, Ivan Barbashev takes a breakaway right there. Misses on the breakaway. The puck goes to the corner. Logan Couture has got the puck. He ends up getting poked by Oscar Sundquist. The forecheck check happens right there. Number 70 in blue. Pokes it free, creates the space, looks over his left shoulder, and Ivan Barbashev sneaks in on that back door, and Oscar Sunquist. What a terrific elite NHL pass right to the
1: forehand of Barbashev, who one times it. Aaron Dell did not have a prayer getting over. He gets in on Ferraro and now digs for the puck, but the Sharks recover and Joe Thornton again. He centers. They shoot it on. CMEC came down the wing and Thornton still has the vision. Put it there. Bennington makes the save. 236 to play. San Jose in their own end. Eric Carlson around, Zach Sanford up to bank down into the middle to Sorensen. They center Bennington over to deny Joe Thornton. What a save in the final minute of the second. They give the puck back up. Spectacular, just like a goal from David Perron. Right off the faceoff, David Perron shoots that one in, past Dell. We blew that one on you folks. Our apologies, 4.07 to go, or gone in the period. Faceoff play there, Ryan O'Reilly.
2: Snaps it back directly on the tape of David Perron, and he just steps into this, and I don't know how much more this kid can do to not get in the
1: All-Star game. And Blue's good, stick, get it to the line, not out. Dillon shot, blocked second one. That one in the slot, blocked off of Shen. Schwartz is there, found a seam, cleared it, right onto the tape of Shen. Not a Cairo to the forehand, he scores! What a goal! Jordan Cairo wasted no time. Inside the post, blocker side on Dell, and the Blues have four. 7.35 to go. That was three touches of the puck from blue line to back of the net. Blues up 4-1. Yeah, they're going to challenge this Curves. This, this is going to be close.
2: Jordan Cairo was going so fast through the neutral zone. It was incredible how fast he was going. To me, it looked on, but it looks like Bob Butner is going to maybe challenge this, his offsides, and Maybe not a bad call for the coach, maybe not really much to lose at this point, but talk about the speed until we find out what's going on. Jordan Cairo created so much right there. Backhand, forehand, and shelf.
1: San Jose is challenging the previous play for offside.
2: Yeah, again, to me, I haven't seen a replay yet. Live, we have a great angle. I mean, we were right above the blue line curbs, and it looked clean to me, but ah, uh, yeah, it's close. I mean, this is about as close as it's gonna get. What'd you see? Yeah, he's off. Ah, he is. You're right. Yep,
1: they won't count that. Just made a super slow mo, and he's off by. Well, you could take the call of that goal and just edit David Perron's name in and then we're good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's right. i tell you what. Uh, Jordan Cairo, I think he looked at the replay and he kind of shook his head no on the bench. And this has been a short. Here we go.
3: After Coach's challenge, it's determined the play was offside.
1: Therefore, the call on the ice is reversed. We have no goal. Deadman zone where a goaltender's not allowed to play it. Good play off the wall by Petrangelo. Barbashev clears it over to Sunquist. He rolls it ahead. McEachern to the goal, and Dell forced to make the save. Kicks it along the wing. Bozak for Steen. He shoots. Blocked away by Dell. Steen recovers the puck over on the far side. on along the wing. Shen straight away. Petrangelo wrist shot on. Rebound on. Oh, it slid five hole. On O'Reilly, here comes Hurdle short-handed. They go to Carlson. Carlson shoots and Bennington makes the save. Sharks keep the puck. They center Carlson again. That one goes off of Bennington. It's behind him and the Sharks have scored a short-handed goal. Kane was on the doorstep and if he got it, it's his third shorty of the season. Pulling the Sharks within one. Three to two the score, 310 to go in the third. Yeah, well, Carlson created a three-on-two, something you don't see very
2: often on a kill. As Eric Carlson joins the rush, he missed the breakaway. Tried going five-hole. Biddington made that save. San Jose recovers in the Blues' defensive zone. He throws it at the net as
1: Biddington's swimming around. One minute to go in regulation. The Blues drive it in. They get it to Shen. Shen shoots and a pad save, but they're going to... Now they don't whistle that dead. They center again. Schwartz over to Sundquist, and right in front of the net, that's knocked away. Tyler Bozak will take the face off. Hurdle wins it, but Carlson, great play to get to the far side, holds it in. Thornton to the goal. They shoot it on. Bennington the save. He got the Sharks' line, and San Jose is going to rim it in their own zone, and that'll do it. Bring out the Zamboni. St. Louis Blues defeat the San Jose Sharks. 3-2 as they hold on to snap a three-game losing streak. They get back in the win column with their 60 and 61st point. Of the season. Well, last night at Enterprise Center, the St. Louis Blues opened up a five-game homestand, their longest homestand of the regular season, and they did so with a 3-2 victory over the San Jose Sharks. Goals from Tyler Bozak, Ivan Barbashev, and David Perron, all of them even strength. And the Blues snap the three-game losing streak, get back on the win side of things, and have a record of 27-10-7 and, and 61 points to lead the Central Division and Western Conference. And, Joe the kind of game, the exact game the doctor ordered for the St. Louis Blues.
2: Well, exactly right. You know, they needed it too. It a tough road trip there for the Blues. You know, tough travel. You know, Some really fun cities where a lot of distractions could happen around the holiday season. But the Blues come back home in their longest homestand and they just continue their dominance at the Enterprise Center. Wasn't absolutely perfect. Wasn't as pretty as we've seen from this Blues group but as we say so often, they figure out ways to win games. Jordan Bennington to me really had a dominant performance in the sense that he struggled on that road trip it came back here last night in St. Louis and looked razor sharp like we know Jordan Bennington can play. You get contributions in and out throughout the entire lineup even with Colton Pareko out. Great to see the Blues back on the winning column and it's going to be a great little homestand here for the St. Louis Blues fans.
1: St. Louis Blues get the three to two victory over San Jose and Thursday night is when their next game comes your way. Blues against the Buffalo Sabres. On Thursday night at 7 o'clock from Enterprise Center. For Joe Vitale, I'm Chris Kerber on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network.
0: Our big thanks to Joey and Kerbs with the recap there. uh, Blues will host the Sabres tomorrow night from Enterprise Center as their four-game homestand continues, or is it a five-game? I think it's five games uh, with the All-Star break uh, in in between there. So uh, a a big homestand here for the St. Louis Blues to uh, keep gaining those points in the Western Conference and uh, extending their lead in the Central and in the West. Darren Pang was on with Bernie Mikulich today to recap the win and how the Blues kind of got back in the win column and the success of the team last night. So here's Darren Pang on with the Bernie Show from earlier this morning. Well, you will just slide
4: in a little piece of information here, a little bit of color there, and it, it just it, it really does enhance the broadcast.
5: You know, it is funny, Bernie, because because a lot of my fellow broadcasters they they would rather be up in the in the booth, uh, you know, beside their play by play guy, and it's uh, a little bit more. Um, you know you're in a little bit more control you know you might have the whatever notes that you use whatever whatever information or whatever source of uh, of, of, of of preparing for broadcast you use but I, I like it down there because i think there there's going to be games where the games maybe aren't that good maybe maybe the flow's not that good and upstairs when it gets that way every, every night uh you know you say man that's it's not very exciting or boy they're not playing very hard or boy i can't believe they they couldn't do that or they you know they couldn't make that pass and then then you get down there and and then you have a greater appreciation for just how fast they are how big they are and how little time they have to make a play and and uh, and again you know you can pick up on some things like a lot of the players will look over and uh you know last last night for example there was a couple of plays where uh, the Blues, the Blues defenseman um, made questionable plays, and I look right over right away to uh, to the bench or maybe to the assistant coach, and you can see they look over and their their eyes are kind of like, whoa, what what was that? <laughs> you know, so there's a there's a certain amount of levity that you get down there as well. It's not all seriousness. It's a uh, uh, there's a human element to it down there that you can't see way up top. So, uh, But again, last night was an, another, a good example of a team that prepared well after a three games in which they didn't get a, a win. They got one point, uh, and they were ready to play. I could tell they were ready to play last night from the opening face-off. I, I really liked how clean they were and how prepared they were, and how well they executed, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, again, once again, pretty impressed with the St. Louis Blues players. When adversity hits them a little bit, they come up re- real real strong.
4: Darren Pang with us here in the Blues booth, and we do this with the Panger uh, scheduled every Wednesday. You know, J.K. on Tuesday, Curbs on Monday, Bernie Federico. Who else we got? And, of course, Joe, Joey Vitale. Pal Joey visit on Friday. How could I... Even he's take... not
5: making bread, Bernie. He's <laughs> not making bread.
4: You know? <laughs> all right. my my Fred Pagger here. All right, let's talk about last night's game and and um, it was kind of it was the response I think we all expected after the Blues had a a bit of a downturn there, a very brief downturn. But um, what is it about this team that enables enables it? Let's say to take what is a negative stretch and to terminate it and to reverse course and get back on track. They, they do not let losing linger, I guess is the way to put it.
5: No, they do not let losing linger. And uh, very business-like two days ago over at uh, Centene Community Ice Rink at the practice rink of the Blues and uh, um, good practice. You could see, see the details were there. They didn't need the coach yelling at them. They didn't need the coach slamming his stick against the boards. Uh, they knew that uh, that what happened, especially having a three nothing lead in Vegas and losing that game. Especially climbing close in Colorado where they were down three nothing, but they made it three to two, and then gave up another late minute, last minute goal against at the end of the second, four to two, and you know, uh, and then losing it in uh, in Arizona, two to one, three to one with an empty net goal. But I, I, I think Bernie, that you can never underestimate and undervalue veteran players. They're the, they're the pros. They're the real pros. They're the guys that have been around the block a few times. They're the guys that don't take anything for granted. When you're a younger player, there's always tomorrow. You'll have another play tomorrow. You'll have another year. You'll have another situation. But it's the veteran players that, that I think that set the mentality the correct way, especially when I see the St. Louis Blues. And last night I thought one of the guys that, that led was Alexander Steen. Uh, I, I thought Steen's game, his attention to detail last night, he he made sure that, you know, Robert Thomas was was doing the little things right. And then, the, you know, he and Tyler Bozek, and Bozek ends up scoring a goal. Um, you, you have to have them. You have to have veteran players. And um, and that's what impressed me most. But the other part about last night, too, is, you know, the San Jose Sharks have some dangerous players, as we well know. They might be... You know, going through a little bit of a tough time right now, like the Blues did last year. But on any given night, it could be Eric Carlson or Burns or Logan Couture, um, or or it could be Joe Thornton or Patrick Marlowe and so you, you've got to you've, you've got to take every situation very seriously. And I I didn't think the Blues gave the San Jose Sharks. Any real life last night. Uh, they they just they took away any spark that they might have. So uh, again, that's just being prepared. That's being pros and and uh, and then then going out there and executing really well. And by the way, Bernie, another great crowd on hand. You know, a Tuesday night, and I, I'm I'm there in the warm up, and we're there early, and I'm wondering again, I'm wondering, boy, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people here for warm up. And then, sure enough, a capacity crowd when the game starts. So I got to hand it to these Blues fans; they're
4: outstanding. Hey, it, it, this applies to a lot of people after the holidays too. The money's a little tight, you know. Mm-hmm. People are watching their dollars, and it's yeah, I, I agree. And what a great atmosphere that that place is. It, it's it's really phenomenal. And the All Star Game will be great too. I want to ask you about this right before the All Star break uh, a year ago. The Washington Capitals had their sort of post Stanley Cup, it's catching up to them type stretch. Um, and they were able to pull out of it after that but I, I, do you see any um do you see anything that suggests that the Blues you know are uh, are having a, any kind of difficulty dealing with the busy summer and maybe the chances that they will maybe after the break have uh, some repercussions it, that's been one of the amazing things about them so far there, there hasn't you wouldn't have never known they won the Stanley Cup
5: no, you are right. They're, you know, they're, they put together an eight-game winning streak. They put together a seven-game winning streak. Um, they, um, I think they, they know when to dial it in. Um, so, no, in answering your question, no, I, I don't see this team struggling through it. Being, and maybe for a couple of reasons as compared to the Washington Capitals. The Washington Capitals, a power play machine um, led by, obviously, a 50-goal scorer. And, 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 and if the goal scoring goes dry for, let's say, Washington because Alex Ovechkin is, is tired or he's worn down or maybe out of juice a little bit because of winning the Stanley Cup, then, then where do the goals come from? But I think the Blues are a different animal. They're a different machine. Um, they're um, Some of all parts, they're, they, they, they get, what, 20% of their goals from their defensemen, probably over 30% of their shots from their defensemen. They're well-balanced. They'll have probably three defensemen that score maybe 12 to 13 goals this year, in my opinion, when it's all said and done. And and they don't just rely on one player. Vladdy's been injured. Um, it, it's, it's not just David Perron. It's not just Ryan O'Reilly or, or Braden Shen or Jaden Schwartz. It's, it's, it's about the whole group. Um, now, all of a sudden, Bozak's nearly got 10 goals. Uh, you know, Mackenzie McEchron's going to have ten to twelve goals. Uh, Oscar Sunquist. So that's what I'm saying is that uh, that this team is just a, a well-oiled machine, and I think they know how to win two to one, and and uh, and really bear down um, if the goal scoring's not there. And so, no, I I don't I don't see them going on any elongated slump or or running out of gas. In fact, I kind of see the I kind of see the opposite. I see them, you know, kind of thinking, you know, what now it's 2019's over, it's business time now, and 2020's here. We want to win another championship. So I see them being highly competitive right to the very end. Whether they win it or lose it, Bernie, I'm not sure, but I think they're going to be there at the very end of the day.
4: Yeah, it's really remarkable, and I think it's a credit to Doug Armstrong and his staff, too, because of the kind of depth that they've built. And building that depth without mortgaging the future, so to speak. Yeah, they've spent money on players, and all most NHL teams at some point – have salary cap things that aren't pleasant. I mean, and so we're not saying that it's perfection because it's not. There's always salary cap cap jams potentially everywhere, including St. Louis. Uh, They're going to have to figure out a way to get Petro signed. We get that. I get that. But, But in terms of building depth and without saying, well, boy, they gave that player away and that's, my goodness, that's really come back to haunt them. That's really hurt them. There, there any any such moves have been very rare and uh, the magnitude has not been all that tremendous
5: mm-hmm. so. a very calculated person um, you know step by step um, Doug Armstrong has you know has proven that he's he's one of the finest GMs and in the last decade no GM has had a better record than Doug Armstrong no GM has had more wins in the last decade than Doug Armstrong so um, between he and his staff, uh, amateur staff, uh, uh, last night was another good example, Bernie, of, uh, Nico Mikola stepping in. Um, he looks like an NHL player. I think we found that out in training camp, that, uh, that if the Blues didn't have so much depth right now, um, that he could be an NHL player all season long. So here's another young, you know, young, um, young product that's going to step in and play. And Sammy Blay, a six-round draft pick. I mean, uh, he's injured now, but I think he's going to be an impactful player, um, yeah, so he's he's done it the right way. Um, I, I I'm impressed with the players that that the Alex Petrangelo's situation Bernie hasn't been uh, hasn't been derailed in any way. Uh, no one's lost their focus. You know, you know uh, it hasn't been a distraction. I credit I, ca- I credit Petro for that and, and his teammates around him. They're just playing hockey, and um, and that's 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 again goes back to the business like attitude of this team and how they prepare and. And, and what kind of guys they are. So, um, no, I, 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 I do believe that, uh, that the future's bright right now, and I, I believe it's bright for, for a long period of time. I think there's a large window of opportunity for these, these players to, to win championships or, or be one of the
0: best teams in the league year in and year out. Big thanks to Darren Pang joining Bernie Nicholas from earlier today. I had a chance to go out to practice today and uh, get some audio for you all, and I'm going to play every single scrum that we did today. So uh, you're going to hear from uh, five players coming up. We're going to start in order of which we uh, did them in, and we first talked to Robert Bortuzzo. So here is Robert Bortuzzo after practice today and that after the Sharks win uh, the previous night before. So here's Bortz talking to the media today.
3: Um, you know, we play with the offensive and defensive tenacity that he's established in us. Uh, you know, some nights we veer away from it and, you know, that's that's not our look. Does he stress that more than, than other coaches? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he wants us to play fast, he wants us to play hard, he wants us to, uh, you know, win battles in the hard areas of the ice and, you know, I'm sure there's other coaches that express that, but, uh, you know. We've taken that as a team, and we've ran with it, and we know that that's a huge key to success here. How did uh, Mikola look last night for his debut? Looks good. Uh, You know, poised, made some good plays coming out of our end. Uh, Defends hard and was aggressive in a lot of areas of the ice where you need to be, and, um, you know, we had some fun, he looked comfortable. It seemed like Chief was using him, or Ben Ryan was using him late in the game. There was five minutes to go; he was still out there. So, there a strong vote of confidence into what uh, the youngster can do. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he was he was rock solid. Um, we communicated out there. I felt pretty well. And um, he's a great kid. You know, he's, he's been a fun part of our locker room, and everyone was excited and happy for him. So, um, yeah, it was, it was I'm sure a special night for him. How did last night look for? Pretty- team wise back into the after the losing 12 goals and the two games before that did Pennsylvania so just do a better job on shutting things down last night yeah I think we um, were better with the puck uh, we were better coming out of our own end there was lots of things we tidied up um, you know, I still think we, we have another level um, coming off some games where we weren't happy with our, our details and um, we play a game predicated on, on details um, and tenacity that uh, we veered away from, but I thought we were getting it back last night.
0: And from boards, let's go to Jordan Cairo. So you
6: might have talked about this
7: last night. Was there a little bit of disappointment with that goal of being called back?
0: Um, yeah, obviously
8: it sucks. Like when mean, you know, score a goal, you're pretty excited, and gets called back, so it's unfortunate, but it's good to get the win still. How do you how do you
7: feel about being back on that top line with Jaden and Shin?
8: Uh, I feel good with them. I mean, you know, we got a good chemistry and, you know, we move the puck while we play fast, so it's good, 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 good to get back out there with them.
7: Was it really important for you during practice to really show that you wanted to be back on that time, top line, be with them, yeah. be in the game?
8: Of course. I mean, you know, any time during practice, you know, you just want to work hard and just compete hard. And, you know, just like I said, just compete hard during practice. That's the biggest thing.
7: And how exciting is just this homestand for you? I mean, five games home. Yeah. I mean, that has to feel like a long time here.
8: Yeah, I mean, we got, like, I think it's like a week and a half at home, two weeks, so it's, it's good to be back at home, and, you know, we need, to, we need to pick up these wins. You guys have been great on home ice. What's, what's the advantage like with the crowd behind you right now at Enterprise yeah, Center? Yeah, I mean, obviously the atmosphere is great, and once the fans get really loud, obviously, you know, you got a little, little bit of momentum behind you, and, you know, that helps for sure. As a rookie coming in, is that one of the things you were most looking forward to, playing in a, a place that's just hyped as much as Enterprise Center has been? Of course. I mean, obviously, like, when I watched the game from the stands, like last year and stuff during playoffs, you know, I'm just, I'm just like, wow, like, I want to be out there. Like, the atmosphere is unreal. So it's obviously good to be out there now.
7: Everybody talks about your speed, but what else do you feel like you bring to
8: the game? Um, you know I feel like I bring a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously my speed is my, my biggest thing, but, you know, I think my shot is, my shot's good. I got good hands. You know, my, my, I got uh, good hockey IQ, so a lot of things. It seems like your confidence has really grown a lot. How much
7: more comfortable have you been feeling over the last couple of games that you've
8: been in? Um, yeah, pretty good. I mean, you know, like I said before, each game I get more and more confident just by playing and, you know, being out there with the guys. And
6: yeah, uh, each game.
0: Jordan Kyber there, Oscar Sunquist here.
6: Uh, it's been it's been good. It's been it's been great, and uh, it's been helping us a lot. Uh, we weren't we weren't that good last year at home, so uh, it's good to good to know that we're be, we're able to play at home too. and win some games.
7: Is it just nice too to be able to just kind of recuperate at home? I mean, is it nice, your own bed and everything?
6: Yeah, if you have been uh, on the road a lot, it feels like. But, and uh, it's going to be nice to be home now for a couple of games. And, and, uh, and as I said, just sleep in your own bed and, and be home. Uh, it's it's always nice.
7: And talk about that line with you, Barb Shinn, and McKenzie. I mean, it seems like you guys do so well together. What is it about you guys? And have you just explained the chemistry?
6: Uh, I mean, I think I think we're just playing. We're playing simple, and we know we know uh, how each other likes to play. Uh, it's usually it's going north with the puck and trying to get it in the offensive zone as quick as possible. Uh, and then from there, we're just, just trying to make plays and, and uh, start uh, start uh, finding each other. Uh, it's been working really well, as you said. And. Uh, we used to continue doing the same thing. A year, ago, a year ago you guys were
8: in desperation mode. Now, totally flipped, you're on top. Do you think it's still
7: good to play like you are in desperation mode now so you don't get too complacent?
6: I mean, I think we've got a mindset to win every hockey game and, and play, play desperate. Uh, that's our style of hockey. Uh, when we don't do that, that's when we're losing games and, and getting outplayed. So, uh, w- to be at our best, we need to play with desperation, and uh, when we do that, we're hard to beat. People talk
7: about the chemistry between you and
6: Barbie a lot, but how much does the physicality that Mac brings bring to your Uh it's, it's good. I mean, it's, it's easy to play with, uh, so it's Barb's, and, and uh, uh, he's creating space for me and Barbie to. to to do what we what we like to do, and uh, it's been working uh, working really well.
0: And from Sundquist, this player made his NHL debut last night. It was Nico Mikola. Here is his conversation with some of the media members today. So,
7: Penguin was just talking
0: about your
9: parents. They weren't able to come to the game last night, right? Yeah, right. Finland uh, is pretty far away, so it was like.
7: What did they two, say two. to you whenever they did get to? I'm sure they watched you
9: and all that stuff. Did they say anything to you? Just do your and good luck. Before the game and after, I called my mom after the game and she was happy and proud.
8: Relief now or, or any kind of nerves go away or, or how do you feel today after the debuts under your belt?
9: Yeah, for sure. It's, I'm not that nervous, but I was like before the game. Well, like it was great to get get that first game and looking forward to it. The second one.
7: How was the pace of the game, like the quickness of the NHL game, how is that compared to what maybe you expected
9: going in? Uh, I felt good. Like It wasn't like too fast, but like it's faster than down there. But like I said, I felt pretty good. How
7: much should it help to have a guy like Robert Bortuzzo playing like, with you, a veteran
9: guy that's been in the league and knows what he's doing so well? It helps a lot. Uh, he, he talks a lot on the ice and makes the simple p- plays, and it's it's easy to play
0: with him. And last but not least, let's head over across the locker room and talk to Ryan O'Reilly, and here is what he had to say to the media this afternoon. Um, yeah,
10: I think it's very important, especially coming home and getting, you know, up on the right foot at this home stand, uh, yeah, we all know it wasn't a great road trip points wise, but uh, yeah, we responded well. I thought, uh, you know, we had a little little scare at the end there, which, which we should have done better. But in all, we played a pretty solid game. You know, we defended well and, and didn't give them much, and you know, that's our style that we have to play a lot more of. And
7: how big of a difference is it just playing at home? I mean, five games at home, you're in front of the home crowd and it's packed. Does that make a difference in you
10: guys' play? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you know it's a good opportunity, especially just without the travel, just to kind of get comfortable here and really just focus in you know, on playing the hockey games and you know taking it one at a time. And obviously, our, our, I think our fan base has been outstanding. You know, having a full building like that uh, definitely gives us some jump, and we're able to start uh, you know on time
7: also revealed
10: the all-star jerseys today have you been able to see those yeah i haven't no
7: uh yeah i, I have no idea <laughs> but it just it shows that it's just coming up here soon and it's getting a little bit more real i mean how how excited are you
10: for that, that uh yeah i think it'd be great um you know it's nice uh you know, we've got a chance to experience it you know playing at the home in your home building and you know i think it'll be really cool you can see the buzz around the city with everyone and um you know it'd be nice to just show the rest of the hockey world kind of what uh, you know or how great the hockey town this is I see who's got the better. You guys last game. What do you guys need to change up tomorrow to get the better of them? Um, you know I think last game we got caught. Uh, you know we didn't take care of the puck as as well as we normally do. Also we kind of got in that kind of back and forth kind of game. So it's you know for us you know, it's going to be key uh, defending well. Um, you know especially on you know their top line, Michael, We're making it tough on him. He's a guy that uh, you know really initiates a lot for them and, and creates so much. So you know as a group we have to make it difficult on him and keep the puck on his stick. And, and, you know, play our game. You know, it's just you know being hard all over the ice, taking care of the puck, um, you know, being physical, those little details will, you know, I think put us in a good spot. Ryan, a year ago you guys were still kind of in desperation mode. This year you're kind of looking down on top of the standings. How important is it, though, to still kind of have that des- sense of desperation to make sure you don't get too complacent? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think as our group of folks you know, you know, we want to be playing our best hockey going into in the playoffs and, and you know that's what you know happens last year that happened last year is you know we continually build and you know we yeah you look at the standings and we're in a good spot that way but you know we still have a long way to go with our consistency and and you know just doing a lot of little things well and growing our game that way so by no means are we satisfied or anything and we know it's you know it's first getting into the playoffs and you know finding our game that way and you know, take it one given time. So it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of work left, and, you know, you know, we're looking
0: forward to it. All right, so that was your update from practice as the media scrums today from uh, the inside the locker room. Don't forget the Blues host the Sabres tomorrow night. We have the pregame show, the Mitsubishi Electric pregame show presented by First Community at 6 the BMW West St. Louis pregame skate at 6.30 when the Blues hit the ice and then puck drop just after 7 with Curbs and Joey on 101 ESPN. So Blues and Sabres tomorrow trying to make it two in a row. Blues at 27, 10, and 761 points. Again, first in the Central and in the Western Conference. That wraps it up for today's Daily Blues podcast. We're back at it tomorrow. Don't forget, go see a ball game often. Follow your local teams. It really is fun for the entire family. Dan Betlock signing off on 101ESPN.com.